Welcome to Spoilers Please, where we have discussions involving any form of media that tells stories, usually movies or TV shows, and we'll do so with spoilers. You've been warned. Hello, my name is Albert. This is Johnny. And for this episode, we're going to be talking about uh, this one guy who gets like stuck with this thing in his body, and, and the thing in his body makes his body does stuff that there's he's a, not aware there's a human, of. There's a host that gets attached to him, exactly. and they're fighting for control of it, and, and then they're fighting, fighting, they all have to team up against some sort of corporate overlord and stuff like right. that. And we are talking about... Upgrade! Upgrade! I yes. usually hate this bit at the beginning, but I actually enjoy this one. This one actually makes a lot of sense. And Upgrade literally, literally is this movie and stuff like that. They both star Tom Hardy, obviously. Well, Tom Hardy look alike. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I feel sorry for the actor because clearly he has a name and clearly we it's don't Logan know. something, something, something. Logan something, something, something. Yeah. Yeah, but it's literally, it's literally identically the same, same movie. I, I mean, I'm not just going to point out the, obvi- the plot points are obvious but literally the first 20 minutes of the upgrade is useless and the first 20 minutes of this movie is also useless too that's what's funny about it it's, yeah, this, that's just purely po- po- uh, plot uh, uh, similarities I'm, just, I'm waiting for just, yeah. somebody to do a YouTube video comparing upgrade with Venom yeah oh hey by the way we are talking about Venom yes we yes, are talking about, we are talking about Venom yeah. um, the Sony Sony, produ- Sony produced Columbia House Columbia House sure why not uh, with in association with Marvel, yeah. Venom. Yeah, if you if you didn't know that it was in association with Marvel Studios, they'll let you. Sony will let you know right off the you know every chance they get in front of the trailers, <laughs> of every tra- as far as every commercial, any chance they get in association with Marvel, Marvel, yeah, Marvel. But Marvel. this is not an MCU movie. No, it's not. Which apparently a lot of people don't get. Yeah, I would say I, I'm, I'm gonna say this in the last eight years since. Marvel has started doing their thing. I think the general audience's general awareness of comic book characters and comic book, how comic book stories are told have has been elevated, has increased. But I, is it to a point where they know which studio company owns which property and all that stuff? Who does what? I think there's still some confusion there. There's you know still I mean? a lot of confusion because yeah. so there's still people who think Batman's in the MCU. Yeah, you know. But the the thing is though is that putting Marvel on on the Venom movie automatically gets them people to watch it. Right. Which is kind of... Mm, what's the word looking for? Cheat? <laughs> Cheating. Yeah. Yeah, right? Because yeah. I, I, if they don't put Marvel on the front of Venom, I will say a quarter of the people don't yeah. show up. I was so surprised this Sunday when I saw the box office. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I thought this thing might top out at 50 or something like yeah, that. You know that, what was, I mean? that was predict- the projection. Yeah, but it topped out at, what, 80? something? Yeah. Like, oh, my God. Gosh, what happened? It's and pretty impressive. Yeah, what's really surprising is at the screen that I saw, most of the people liked the movie and stuff. Like that. People yeah. actually clapped, clapped at it. I had people that clapped. Applause and stuff. Like that. I had people that. And clapped, you know what? Yeah. Someone else that really enjoyed this movie, not me, but my nephew. My my eight year old <laughs> nephew loved the movie. He wants to see it again. He he couldn't yeah. stop talking about Mar- of uh, uh, Venom afterwards. So yeah, yeah. And I gotta say, um, I didn't hate it. Yeah, that's. True. I didn't hate it. Um, I I kind of. Had some fun with the movie, mm-hmm. but I think the, the the big win is that I didn't hate it. Yeah, I think honestly, I'm gonna spend the next thirty minutes uh, of this podcast trashing this movie. Yeah, but at, at the end of the day, I didn't hate this movie too. Yeah, I didn't. Ha- I, th- yeah. I thought it was content, uh, content, competently made. Competently, I, I just like it carried away. Competently, I wouldn't use made. those words. <laughs> I wouldn't use those words in association with this with this movie. I will say this: I think it's mostly due with expectations because going in. From what I read online, the Rotten Tomato score of thirty one percent. I thought right. it would be an all time bad movie. I thought, yeah, be, I like thought Fantastic it would be Four bad, right? Yeah, I thought it would be Fantastic Four bad. Uh, I thought it'd be Catwoman bad. I thought it'd be uh, Suicide Suicide Squad bad. 
but it wasn't. Yeah, it was a it's just regular competently bad. made movie. That's not that's not use that word. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think you know what that word means. But it's 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 not bad. It's not horrible. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, it's not horrible. It's, it's not good. It, it was. It's a bad movie. It but. was competently made. Yeah, I don't think again. I don't think you know what that word means. I don't think. <laughs> but so. seriously, because the way people ask me, like, okay, how do you describe this movie? I'm like. You know, was, you know, you know, the, you know those B movies that you see at the back of the blockbuster video uh-huh. that has a, a fancy looking cover and you're and and a and an interesting enough premise and you gotta go, hey, I never heard of this, but I'll, I'll go check it out. Yeah, it's that kind of movie. Yeah, and somebody mentioned like this is the best comic book movie from the night from 1996. Yeah, that was a joke, <laughs> you know right? I mean? Yeah, and I think it's true. I think it's, it like, is it's true. accurate. Yeah, it's it's just I was talking to my friend Donnie about this on, on, on te- a text message and stuff like that. I'm I say it's a bad movie, but also. What really hurts this movie is the last eight years, Marvel has made such better comic book movies. The storytelling's better, the 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 the, the action, the special effects are better. Yeah. But mostly the character work and the plot and stuff. It's so, so much better. This is something a throwback from the nineties. Yeah. One of the perfect examples I would I would give to illustrate that is in this movie, uh at one point the venom that's in that stayed in Indonesia, the fourth one. Oh, uh, right. goes into like a a a, 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 a market or something like that. She, she eats the head of a of a of a of a of, of, eel, of an eel or something yeah. like that. And then of course randomly it's like something out of the 90, 80s and nineties. These gangsters decide to step up and challenge this person. Right, like that. right. And, and I'm like, and of course you know he he goes ahead and kills everybody and stuff like that. But yeah, that's that's a throwback from like to the eighties and nineties action sequence. These non sequitur action sequences with with some random gang or something like that. You know, what I mean tough guys and stuff like that. That's just. That's just ridiculous. That's just there's no like I said, Marvel wouldn't be caught dead with that scene in one of their movies and stuff. You know what I mean? No, well, no, that's debatable. But, but no, no, no. <laughs> there's nothing that bad. There's nothing that bad. Because yeah, I mean, the, the, the whole point of that scene is to show like, oh, these are the powers that the symbiote sure. has. That's essentially what it is. Yeah. No. No, it's just a random scene to show how tough. It wasn't it is. random. He had a purpose. But it was just so dumb. It's just such a. It doesn't propel the, it, the thing about like like I said, these Marvel movies. The stories are a key, and every scene has to kind of propel. Uh, the story or the theme and stuff like that. You know what I mean? That and those kinds of action, just random action movies don't do that. It just it doesn't do that anymore. And like and my biggest gripe with this with this movie is like, what was the point of all this? What was the story? What was the story arc? What what did you try to say? What what did Eddie Brock learn at the end of the day? You know what I mean? To be a better reporter, to be a better husband. No. What was the point of all this? And that's the problem. You know what I mean? And that's the problem with having a villain as the lead. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So this is something I'm gonna look for. Was he really a villain? Yeah, Jesus. Christ. See, here's the thing though. They, they, they went the they went the route of Maleficent. Oh, Maleficent! She's the evilest ever. And then the movie's like she wasn't that evil. Yeah, she's sympathetic and stuff like yeah, that. But same the, thing with Venom. Yeah, yeah, but see, that's another thing about the whole thing about making a Venom or Eddie Brock sympathetic. This this speaks directly to the filmmaker. He's not. Very, he's just not very good at at illustrating. He's not a very good filmmaker. He's not a very good director. So Eddie Brock is supposed to be completely down on his luck at so, after he get he gets break up. He breaks up with his girlfriend, loses his job. But you know that apartment that he he goes to that he keeps getting eviction notices or past due bills. It's like a this is like a five hundred square. No, it's like a. 3,000 3, square feet apartment. Especially in San Francisco. Yeah, yeah no, this, is like, this is a nice apartment. This thing would cost like two or three grand in San Francisco. What are you, what are you talking about? He's not down on his luck. Look how spacious his apartment is. This is just, that's just one illustration of how just bad filming. It's just, it's, just, it's bad. No, no, I, I don't disagree with that. But, yeah. but it's not me. It, these are the stuff that you excuse from that B movie that you yeah. would watch from the back of a blockbuster video. Well, the thing is, I don't excuse these things anymore. I, I have, I, I have fair enough. But here's my whole thing: 
I'm gonna list a lot of nitpicking things, but possibly what possible could be kind of nitpicking. But it's only because the story is so lackluster, the character development is so lackluster, right, right. it's so underwritten. You know, there's so many examples of just scenes that just don't work. I, I, one of them that that comes to my mind really when I think about this movie. This is a scene where Carlton Drake. He, you know, he's giving a, a tour of his facilities with a bunch of students, right? And at one point, the little girl raises his hand, <laughs> and everybody's shocked. Oh, my God. She's asking a question with Carlton Drake and stuff. And he says, no, no, no. Kids, this is important. You should ask questions. You should always question authority. And, and the scene ends with, not, with the girl not asking a question. I know. I, I, I looked around. I was like, what the hell is this? Well, I mean, you, you, this? You, you saw the throwaway line, right? Yeah. The, throw, the throwaway line was yeah. like, Oh, Miss So and So is gonna ask you a question as you oh, walked away. Jesus Christ! You, you, you didn't. I didn't see that? that part. I was because I was I was I was aghast. I was <laughs> like, "What the hell was this?" I was like, "I was shocked by that thing." Who does that? Who? What? Another example is again. This this might be a little bit random, but but a, a good director and a good studio would not have this issue. There's a scene where what do you call it when um, uh, Jenny Slate's character takes Eddie Brock to the to the to the lab, right? And then at some point, you know, she shows him what's going on. At some point, she realizes, oh. There's a security guard. You know, she, she tells Eddie, hey, don't worry about it. I'll, I'll give her the security guard. And the way the director shoots it and cuts the, the scene, the, the security guard is going left from right to the from, from the screen, right? He's walking to, toward the right, right? She's, she's walking away from them. And she goes to him and says, yeah. oh, hey, hey, nothing's going on. It's okay. It's like, that doesn't make any sense. He, he wasn't walking towards you guys. You didn't have to talk to him. You didn't have to Correct. stop him. It's just like ridiculous. She's like, that's just so amateur, so I, dumb. I don't. Yeah. Once again, I don't disagree. Yeah. Once again, it's something that you would find in that yeah. B movie of movie uh-huh. that you would see. And like, also, Jenny <laughs> Slate character. The, the Why is she poor, here? <laughs> why is she? Yeah. All the all the characters are poorly written, but she's yeah. it's also poorly written. How does she? She's like the one. She's like a very smart scientist, a genesis. Her whole thing. Her whole. Th- her whole thing with bring Eddie to the lab. You know why she got caught? Security cameras. At some point, she, right. she did go. I, I did wonder, but like, does this place not have security cameras? How can she be surprised at the end <laughs> when she gets caught? Security cameras, dumbass. That's just lazy 1980s, 1990s yeah. storytelling. Yep. Like yeah. It's definitely something that you will find in the yeah. 1990s movie or on the B movie that you'll find in the back it's of the so, Blockbuster video. It's so frustrating. It's so I'm, not, I'm not even sure the listeners understand my reference to the back of a Blockbuster video. Yeah. You're talking about porn, right? You're talking about porn. No, no, no. Blockbuster no. video didn't carry porn. Yeah. Oh, how dare you. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, no, are you just going to let me list all the bad problems? All the bad things? I don't feel, feel, feel I, I have a feel couple free. more. Feel another free. one. This is might be... There's so many dumb ones. There's another one where the... F- the 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 fourth simulat was something like the one that's in Indonesia just just wandering through the jungles. That's the of, fourth one. I thought that was that was, that was I thought that was Ryan. Yeah, because he's the fourth one. They ca- they caught three. Oh, one, okay. one was outside in, in the jungles. Well, technically, since he's the general, he's the first simulat. Right. But you know what I'm saying. So I anyway, saying, yeah. so what do you got? He was in the body of an astronaut. It, it got transferred into the ambulance uh, driver or something. Correct. Like that. So she looks at the 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 uniform, saying it's life. Incorporated, right? So she's able to deduce, deduce life is in in San Francisco. She has to get to San Francisco. Mm. So she, what she does apparently is just <laughs> trek through the jungles of Indonesia for six months and get to on an airplane and fly to uh, San Francisco. That was her plan to get to life uh, life uh, labs, right? You know what would have been easier? 
go back to the crash site. The place you just left. Literally, the ad was left that crash site. Why don't you just make a U-turn and go back to where the yeah. crash site was? That's an easier way to get to the yeah. life. Hi- hijack one of the one of the life people. Yeah. People. It's just a dumb. So the alien is smart enough to deduce what life is. He's able to deduce where San Francisco is and how to get there through the jungles of Indonesia after six months. Or so. But he's not smart enough to just make a U-turn. Just go back where, where they came from. It's just so dumb. It's just such bad writing. Anyway. No, I I don't disagree yeah. there. Uh, not not only that, but but the one part where okay, so she hijacks a little girl. Yeah, and the little girl just leaves her mommy. Yeah. there was no scene like, hey, where's my little girl? There's nothing like that. You right? see her. You see the mom kind of putting the stuff in the suitcase a little bit, and then after that, she, just, she the girl just hightails it out there. And like, and not only that, but but the place where she goes to the lab, yeah. life lab or whatever. Is way off, yeah. Right, like, like how when 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 Carlton Drake, yeah. Drake, right? She, oh, are you lost, little yeah. girl? No, you should be asking. What are you doing yeah. here? <laughs> and also, maybe this symbiote is, is the general or the leader walking. Maybe she's like walking. The kid that that that, that symbiote didn't take an Uber there, right? So maybe she's walked there and stuff like that. It's just such such bad writing. Such uh, this is just bad writing, bad directing and stuff like that. There's know? a lot of it asks a lot of suspension of disbelief. Mm-hmm. And that's essentially what it does. It asks a lot from the audience to yeah. just like, you know what? Ignore it. You know, we want to show you Venom. Yeah. Ignore, ignore all that. And by the way, you things. can get to Venom a little bit faster, man. Come on, man. Like 30 minutes, I'm sitting there waiting for Venom. We just, we just want to get a very 90s thing yeah. where you have to, you keep waiting and waiting and waiting for, for the character that you're looking for yeah. shows up. And speaking of Venom and the right relationship, it doesn't, it, none, of it, none, none of it's executed well, never, never developed in the first act, so it doesn't pay off in the third act. There's nothing, there's nothing like that. Because apparently, Riot. Once she gets into the body of Carlton Drake, kept asking, "Where's Venom? Where's this right. guy? Where's this one?" And then Ven- later on, in a separate, they, they, you don't see them meet in the first act at all. There's just, there's no setup. And Venom later on tells uh, what do you call uh, Eddie Brock the reason why he wants to save Earth is because he's a loser. Like he felt some sort of kinship. Yeah, yeah. But you know, the, I'm and a then, loser like you. Yeah, and the two characters start fighting at the end. But in the third act, in, before the third act. They never met. They never had a relationship. Yeah. There's no, there's no setup for it. It doesn't make any sense at all. It, it was a tell, don't show kind of thing. Yeah, you know, it's like, like where's Venom? First off, uh, these alien symbiotes have English names: Venom and Ryan. Yeah, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what's going on there. Yeah. I was kind of hoping they would find some way to like integrate that yeah. and not literally have them name Venom and yeah. Ryan. And Venom deciding to protect Earth and to have a night, have an interesting relationship with Eddie Brock, a connection with. Eddie. Eddie Brock, that's fine if it's developed right. There's a kernel of a good story there, you know, because yeah. I, I don't know if you did you read uh, Lethal Protector, the Venom miniseries that Smooth no. Time based on? No, no. I no. actually read it back in the 90s. That, this, this is based on that? Yeah, it's based on a little bit of it. Well, I mean, it, isn't it just based on the fact that he's in San Francisco? That's it. No, in San Francisco, but there's also this the Lethal Protector also had a storyline where he's, he's protecting uh, homeless people, which. Which this movie has, yeah, too. this kind of has, yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Yeah. So anyway, but the point is, uh, that th- that lethal protector storyline is uh is a comic trope in a sense, in the sense that a villain or a hero uh moves into a neighborhood away from all the crazy superhero stuff, and he gets into a relationship with the neighborhood, you know, that he lives in. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I don't know if you read Punisher's. Uh, there's a Punisher story that has that. Okay. Uh, it's and also the recent Hawkeyes have that kind of thing where, you know, like I said, they just moved to the neighborhood and he meets the various characters in the neighborhood and stuff like that. So th- if they would have just made the story that, it, the movie would have made more sense. I mean, Venom, the, this alien deciding to protect Earth would have made more sense. You know what I mean? 
Right. You know what I mean? Like he, there's a little bit of that with the, the with the liquor store owner and the homeless lady and stuff like that. But if they, the movie would have focused on that more and how Eddie Brock was was part of that neighborhood and how the symbiote recognized how Eddie Brock liked his neighborhood and the people in it, that there there would have been a story there. There could have been some sort of character development there. You know what I mean? But, true. Because right now we just have to assume that Venom is okay with being with Eddie Brock and all that yeah. stuff. And because I he's guess, a loser too, apparently. Yeah, and and I guess we have to assume that the reason why he kind of acts like Eddie Brock is because he was with Eddie Brock, the, yeah. sim, the symbiosis thing. Okay. Yeah. So, but the, but honestly, there really is no other reason besides the whole like, oh, I'm a loser where I yeah. come from. Over here, I can do all these things. Yeah. But all he cares about is like, who can, who else do I get to eat? Yeah. You know, that, that's essentially what it is. Yeah. Like he has no reason to be an earth except like like I'm not a loser here, and who else do I get to eat? And that's yeah. essentially what it is. Yeah. It's like it's just. It's, they have to tell the story. They have to make the story more interesting and more believable. Because you because you just think an alien, the fact that this alien symbiote has lived for those millions of years of jumping from planet to planet, eating it, there has to be a reason why he has to fight that urge to get other aliens to start eating people here. You know, why would the alien, why, why is it about Eddie? What is it about Earth that makes it so special? But they're not interested in that. They're not interested in any kind of character development, any kind of anything interesting like that. You know well, I mean? I mean, all the character development are in established plot tropes. Yeah. You know, they assume you, you get what they're trying to do. And that's, yeah. it, they're, they're, it's basically, they're just a bunch of shortcuts. Yeah. And, you know, we haven't even mentioned the person we I feel sorry for the most is Michelle Williams and stuff. I know she, <laughs> yeah. I know she did it for the paycheck. She was, she was completely phoning it in. Yeah. She's completely phoning it in. She did it for the paycheck. But she's literally, she should have just been literally named a uh, plot device. Whatever the plot needed, yeah. his character, her character would have, was there for that. She has, she's not, she's not even a character. She's not a real person and stuff like that. A real person would never react or act the way that she does. You know what I mean? She's a love interest. She breaks up with him after providing just the right information. Well, I mean, so that, that, that that made sense. Yeah. Obviously, she would break up with him because he took advantage of her. No, but before that, she says, "Oh, I love you because you're such a rebel and you, you do your you do your own thing." You know what I mean? Yeah, it's but like, he got her fired. He got her fired, but then but he still cared about he she still cared about him for some reasons of at the well, end. Well, that's the problem. It's, they paired her up with somebody else right away. Yeah. And only six months passed. Yeah, six months. Right. So I'm like, uh, it would have been better if she didn't have like a new boyfriend. Yeah. And at the at the end, she, she whatever she needed. She provided sort of like you know, a trip to the to the hospital so you can provide information about how the symbiote and Eddie works stuff. Like that. He he she she saved him twice at the end and stuff. Like that. It's just whatever the plot needed, she's there for. She's she wasn't a real character. I didn't believe her as a real person stuff. Like that. And I guess well, she, the she majority of them, you don't really believe them as real people. Yes, the Everybody, only the only one that really worked honestly was Eddie Brock. It was Eddie Brock and Venom, actually. What's, what's, what, well, what? and Venom, yes, yeah. yes. I'm saying the best relationship, the best chemistry in the movie, and maybe this is a, this is a plus, I guess, is Eddie Brock and Venom and stuff. No, no, like, it's you know? it's Tom Hardy and Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy and Tom Hardy, yeah. Because <laughs> Tom Hardy also voices Venom. Did he, did he really? I didn't know he that. Did. Yeah, he yeah. did. That's good. He's essentially talking to himself. Yeah. I, I read this online, and, and it's true, because uh, Venom... In the character in, in the comic books, it's he's really weird. You know what I mean? The alien and the alien and Eddie Brock. It's a really weird relationship, really goofy and kind of weird, but also sick and twisted. And I think uh, this, one, this, one, this one captures captures, that. Yeah, captures that. Yeah, captures that. Yeah, that's the that's probably the best thing about this movie. It is. It is yeah. undoubtedly the best thing about this movie is Tom Hardy, which is weird because watching the trailers, you're already, you're already assuming he's the worst thing about this yeah. movie because he looks like he's just like being over the top. Yeah, but. He's actually over the top for a reason in this movie. Like from the get go, I actually wasn't bothered by his acting in this one. I'm yeah. like, oh, I get what you're doing. Yeah. You're actually making his character larger than life, mm-hmm. so so that he can actually be a character, yeah. as opposed to just uh, a typical generic like yeah. protagonist. He was mm-hmm. actually a character. So I really appreciate that Tom Hardy actually went the extra mile to make his character yeah. 
a character. And, but, but the thing is, I will say this, though. I will say this as a negative. It does feel like Tom Hardy is still going at half speed, though. You know what I mean? Tom Hardy has a lot more talent, a lot more gravitas than this. You know what I mean? Even, even he, I think he, re- he recognized right away, this is a bad movie. This is a bad script. I think he's going maybe two-thirds speed. I think he 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 can do better and stuff like that. You know what I mean? He but, could, but yeah. the, you know the backstory with how yeah. he he tackled he he, the thing. Right? He didn't get along with the director. Apparently, they oh, fought. Really? Yeah, they fought. Well, what, the, what the other backstory is that he asked his son mm-hmm. how he should play Venom. Uh huh. Basically, he got oh, his really? acting advice from yeah. his son. Oh, that's. Uh, I think that that might just be a cutesy story. No, it's a cutesy story. But yeah. either way, he actually I thought he did a really good job as Eddie Brock. I was I was, I was ready to not like the guy. Mm-hmm. Right, because I I hate the whole idea, but that Venom is an antihero. Mm-hmm. First off, and I've never been a fan of Eddie Brock. Tell you the truth, yeah. Right, so I was, I was. This wasn't a movie for me. I was watching it almost in professional reasons, mm-hmm. but but Tom Hardy won me over. I yeah. I was won over by the Eddie Brock character because of Tom Hardy. I was won over by the by the weird antihero Venom because of Tom Hardy. Mm-hmm. Hey, and you're right. The relationship they have, the banter they have, mm-hmm. is is entertaining. Yeah, but again, it's still ha- hamstrung. By the direction and the writing and stuff. We'll go, sure, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna go back to uh, upgrade. Upgrade the, the the pacing of it, the execution of it was like a hundred times better. Well, I mean, uh, it, past the first twenty minutes, right? But I'm saying once, uh, uh, what do you say? When Eddie, when upgrade, going back to upgrade, when he gets that computer chip, when he has, hears the voice, that movie spends about a good 15, 20 minutes, I think, establishing the rules of yeah. what the relationship is yes. between the host and the new computer thing. You know what I mean? This this Venom thing does none of that. You know what I mean? It's just going back. It's just like a pinball going back and well, forth. Like, like, like what's I said, going on? Shortcuts. Yeah, shortcuts. Bad. Yeah. I call it bad writing. What do you think bad of that? Writing, yeah, yeah. Right? At one point, uh, Venom is in his head. He can talk to him in his head. At one point, he comes out of it. You know what I mean? The Venom ooze. He talks You're to right. the ooze. Sometimes Venom knows his things about uh, Eddie Brock's history. At, at another point, he doesn't know that his girlfriend. He does, he's a, you know, the girlfriend calls. The ex-girlfriend calls. And, he, and Venom goes, who's that? I'm not thinking in his head. I thought you knew who he was. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know what's good. You know what I mean? And he picks up colloquialisms and stuff like that. He called Eddie Brock a pussy, which is a very funny line. And stuff. That was the funniest joke in the movie. Yeah, it's the funniest joke in the movie. Essentially, like like the part where, where he's like, jump. Yeah. And then they cut to the sea where he's yeah. waiting for the elevators. Like, yeah. Pussy. But you, know, but you know what I'm saying, though. The, yeah. the execution of it versus uh, upgrade is very lack. It's just very poorly written, poorly directed. No, I agree. Not, not only that, since we're compared to upgrade, um, I know I'm giving a lot of kudos to Tom Hardy here in Venom, mm-hmm. but the way that Logan Marshall, whatever his name yeah. is, in Upgrade is, mm-hmm. his facial reactions disconnected from his body doing yeah. stuff mm-hmm. is much better than Tom Hardy looking yeah. at, at his Venom hand Punching somebody, yeah. it's like it looks like a guy looking at his hand, yeah. like 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 stop hitting yourself, yeah. stop hitting. That's what it looked like. Yeah. Well, while, while Logan Marshall, that guy from yeah. Upgrade, because you can tell he's separated yeah. from the, the action. Yeah. He that that tells you the director and the actor in Upgrade got along. You know, what I mean, yeah, because you know, the director gave him very specific direction, gave him specific guidelines and what to do. You know, what the rules are in this universe and stuff like that. And it it's just obvious to me that Eddie, I mean, Tom Eddie, Hardy, Tom Hardy, and the director didn't get along where the writing's bad. You know, it didn't work. You know what I mean? It it just kind of spitballing stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, that's the one thing I was like, 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 well, Tom Hardy could do the kind of the same thing that Logan did, but yeah. but I guess, well, obviously he didn't see that movie yet. Yeah, you know, and it makes me wonder if he watches Upgrade, they go. I should have done that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, you could swap my face with this guy and I would be an upgrade. <laughs> Come on, man. And a couple more bad bad things I want to mention. Uh, at some point, uh, what do you call it? 
Eddie Brock takes pictures of the upgrade lab of the homeless people and stuff like that. And he has to, he has to deliver his, his entire cell phone to his old boss and stuff like that. <laughs> I know, right? I'm like, send an email, <laughs> put it on Facebook. What the hell is going on here? What the heck is going it on? It almost seemed like he took physical photographs yeah. from a, yeah. like a 36 millimeter camera yeah. and had to go to the building yeah. and leave it there. Yeah. As if this was made in the nineties. Again, yeah, exactly. This is a this is a, I think this script must have been lying around for like thirty years and stuff like that before the advent of of of, of uh, email and stuff like. What the hell is going on? That's number one. Number two, uh, the the scene with his with his with his boss. Right, his boss tells him, "Listen, I land you this exclusive interview. All you have to do is play nice and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Just do you know, be cool." And A. Brock tells him in that meeting, "Hey, boss, I can't do it, man. I just have to be me." And the boss literally just lets him go ahead with the interview anyway if i have a meeting with my boss and i tell him and he gives me a task and i tell him you know what i'm gonna shit this task you know what mm. my boss does give it to somebody else yeah give it to somebody else like, what the <laughs> hell's going on you literally tell your boss you go yeah. fuck up this job and you the, your boss lets him do the, let the most do extreme it. reaction would be yeah. you're fired yeah i'm giving it to him yeah that I, yeah. yeah i was like what the hell's going on this what, who wrote this scene and stuff like that yeah it's like it's like why is he the only choice yeah it's why? like a whole building of journalists i guess yeah. i'm assuming and also this is the third thing uh, eddie brock is supposed to be a really good jur- investigative journalist who, Supposedly. Who, who has this fa- who, have, who have these inner faults and who, has, who, who when he messes up he messes up big right but the his whole big break in this movie that you saw his whole it was just because he slept with the right person and he, and he she saw he saw an email in the middle of the night you know what i mean right that, right like that's you know it's it's not like spotlight you know what i mean it's not like you know what i mean he's not like one of the reporters from spotlight it's like what is this it's like bad writing and another i'm going back to michelle williams god bless her she's really talented but there's a scene where she walks into eddie brock and venom fighting all the swat team guys and she tells Eddie Brock and Venom, hey, get in the car. We're going to take you to a the hospital. There's like a dozen SWAT team guys lying on the ground in various states of, of, of death and, <laughs> and decapitation. I'm like, what about those guys? What about those guys? They, they, you want to call 911? What about those guys? They're the victims here. Like, oh, yeah. my God. She was basically an accessory to a crime yeah. by only saving him. Yeah. It's like, what the hell is going on, man? Because that makes her character look bad. It makes, it makes you not sympathetic towards her and stuff. You know what I mean? And also... But I'll say something nice. I like that action sequence. Every time they shot a, a grenade into Eddie Brock's mouth, uh, Venom's mouth, and he bites on it, it's very cool. Yeah, yeah. The, the 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 humans versus Venom, I did not mind. Yeah. You know, I mean, they were like I said, they were competent. They weren't yeah. special. They weren't like super great, but mm-hmm. they weren't bad. I yeah. mean, you're. I was having fun watching those sequences. Mm-hmm. But if I was, but if you watch Venom versus Riot. Flashbacks of Transformers, yeah, like you can't tell what's going on. It's ooze versus yeah. ooze. I'm yeah. like, uh, where does it start? Where does it end? Yeah. Are they fighting or are they really, really like each other? What's going on here? Are they mixing? I know. Are they are they making out, guys? Is this? I thought is this? It's they really need to give right a different color. They yeah. should have. They should. Uh, yeah. I mean, Carnage and Venom would work because it's red and black, yeah. right? But but red and no, no, red, black and gray. Not so it, much. I think it's black and white. Was black and silver or something like that, right? Yeah, silver. Even yeah. yeah. And also, did you know? I learned something from this movie. You can launch a space shuttle in five minutes. Did you know that? <laughs> did you know that by by itself? You, by yelling yeah. at your employees, you can get a rocket launch in five minutes. Did you know that, Albert? Yeah. Did you know apparently that? so. I somebody should tell uh, Elon Musk launching a shuttle is not that hard. Just yell at some people, and then you, you <laughs> this thing flies. There. Holy cow! Holy mackerel! Oh, what else? Not, what other nonsense happens in this movie? Well, first off, um, making it PG-13 and not showing blood and yeah. gore, totally like miss opportunity because yeah. there's so many scenes where it's like, I expect to see blood there yeah. and there's no blood at all. 
Yeah, he's buying heads, people's heads off and stuff. That guy at the end, at the liquor store at the end, mm-hmm. he just he he's supposed to like devour heads, not the entire the body, body yeah. with nobody. With, there's no evidence of anything happening. Oh, by the way, another another. I don't know if you noticed in that scene, he walks into the liquor store after talking to Michelle Williams. Right, it's bright outside. It's during the yeah, day. I know that. He walks out. It's like midnight. It's, it's like, like dark. How long was he? How long was he in the liquor store? What's going on here? Yeah, oh. I I noticed that too. Yeah. Um, but not only that, but like the parts where Riot would like do big giant acts and like slice through people. Yeah. No blood whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. He threw a dagger at a person that made him fly to the wall. No blood whatsoever. Yeah. I, I know that they said they didn't intend to have blood, but then they, don't don't show those scenes. Yeah. Like do what Christopher Nolan did with the Dark Knight and and have anything bloody be off camera. Yeah. Don't try and show it and then not have actual thing. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I guess it but it wasn't that bad though. It wasn't horrible. It was horrible. I expected much, much worse, and it was just perfectly. Yeah, I, it was okay. I'm not say perfectly fine. It was just regular bad. It was okay. It was just regular bad. It was just okay. I, you know. I would not recommend this to friends. I would not watch it. I mean, I might have to watch it again with my nephew, but he really <laughs> likes it. He was asking me because he knows what the release date versus streaming thing is now. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. He, he asked me, "Is this going to be streaming in two or three months? Are we going to buy it?" It's like, I don't know. You, you know, you know, this is also one of the ones where for Regal theaters, if you buy, if you watch uh, Venom and Something else and something else. You get this for free. Are you gonna get it? Uh, yeah, I yeah. Eventually, oh I will end up getting it for free. Oh my god. Yep. All right. But I did. I did watch it through AMC, so I'm gonna have to use my movie pass and use yeah. that just to get the Venom one. I I will say something else about this as as a compliment. I would not actually mind seeing a sequel. No, I'll neither would I. That. Especially with the with the tease with Woody Harrelson as Carnage, which is which, which is, is a bizarre yeah. casting choice. Yeah. But then Woody Harrelson can act crazy, so yeah, but. Couldn't you make? Couldn't you hire somebody that's a little bit younger so that crazy <laughs> wig that. wouldn't stand out so much? You know it's, like, it's so carrot toppy. Yeah. And also the dialogue in that scene is just super awkward. It's like everything just led to the fact that he wanted to yell out carnage. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. He's like he wants to get out. It'll be a carnage. Wink, wink. Nudge, nudge. Carnage. <laughs> Not carnage. Yeah. Everything, carnage. Everything they, that led up to the dialogue just super awkward. Because he's going there to interview a serial killer. But the serial killer is fixated on him. But the thing is, none of the dialogue between the two guys seemed natural. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He didn't. He, nobody said, hi, I'm Eddie Brock. I'm here to interview. You know what I mean? Nothing like it. Just, it was so overly written. It just, it just, it nev- the dialogue didn't feel natural at all. Anyway, what, whatever, whatever. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. I, I, again, let me, let me just say this: when if they had, if a sequel came out next month, I, I actually would go see it. Yeah, I would go see it too. Yeah. Like I said, it, it I, can't be worse. I didn't hate this. It was like it was fine. Oh, I should. Have, I do have one question though, because I went to the restroom at some point. Uh, uh, the movie started with four semi-op, right? Three went back to the life. I wasn't counting. Oh really? You lost track of the other two? No, no I wasn't. I wasn't counting at all. I yeah. just didn't oh, bother. Really? Oh, because I was gonna ask why I'm to the other two symbiote. Did they? Did they die? Well, presumably one of them is Carnage. Oh, okay, right. But, I mean, I mean, if Woody Harrelson is Carnage, how did the symbiote get there? Well, you you know what happens in the comic books, right? Venom, uh, the aliens reproduce asexually. And no. At one point, Eddie Brock was in the same cell as Cassidy, right? Eddie Brock didn't have the symbiote at that point, and the symbiote came in and broke broke Eddie Brock out. And during that breakout. This, the symbiote produces asexually, so a seed was left in the same cell as Cassidy, right? Oh. And that's how he became Carnage and stuff like that. I don't know okay. if they're going to do the same thing. 
Because the thing is, like I said, when, when I went to the restroom, I lost track of where the other two symbiote was. I know one well, of them. Well, I mean, they had people, they had symbiote dying us, dying us. Is like. that what it was? Okay, okay. Because remember, they, they would show a scene where there's like symbiote, a dead symbiote. Oh, I thought the person died, but not the symbiote died. No, the symbiote also died. Oh, and then one of them they, went they, to, they can't survive without a host. And then one of them went to Jenny's slate and she died and the symbiote died or something like that, right? I came yes. In, I came back to the restroom at that yeah, point. But wasn't right. there, I could have swear there was a scene where he's like, where's my symbiote? Right, yeah, and it wasn't the venom symbiote, I believe. Yeah, okay. I could be wrong about that, I but I was, whatever. I just lost track of two of the symbiotes. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I, I don't know. Anyway, oh by the way, yeah, uh, something another kind of plot thing they they forgot to they never finished and stuff like that is they said if even if the symbiote bonds to you and you're a match, it it kills your internal organs, right? Correct. Remember the Michelle Williams doctor uh, new boyfriend said, Hey Eddie, your heart is dying and stuff like that. You know what I mean? You have to get the symbiote off you and stuff like that. They never picked that back up, you know what I mean? So presumably True. presumably the symbiote is with Eddie Brock and the symbiote's killing him at the same time. No, but I I think there were two options. Either either the symbiote is compatible with the human but it's still killing them. Yeah, that's or I- or it's compatible with the human and they're always healing him. Right. I think I that was kind of the thing. But speaking of the boyfriend, though, I like that the movie subverted it and made the the boyfriend very like likable. Yeah, I kind of like that. Yeah, there's I, no reason for Michelle Williams to leave him for Eddie right. Brock. I like that because that that's reverse of a trope I've mentioned before. Like in romantic comedies, the new boyfriend's always a jerk for some yep. for some random reason. But what I didn't like was at one point where Michelle Williams. Uh, the three of them were in that that uh, that that CT scan machine area, right? And Michelle Williams says, "Oh, I'm not trying to get back to with Eddie Brock and stuff like that." I'm like, who? Who? Like, said- I wasn't asking you. <laughs> I know. Like, he, the guy was like, "I I wasn't asking." You. And also, we just saw, we saw evidence of alien life for the first time. And that's what you're talking about, like right. getting back to your ex boyfriend. That's like, why I really don't think they needed to do a boyfriend thing. Yeah. Because then, then this wouldn't be awkward if they do yeah. that kind of thing. I think this is just a poorly written script. If I, I, I don't want to be one of those guys. If I would have wrote the script, I would do it differently. But I, if I wrote the script, I would have xed out that uh, the 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 girlfriend thing, the whole girlfriend thing, and like I said, would have focused on what the original story was for Lethal Protector, which is Eddie Brock in San Francisco, that neighborhood, the the various people that make up the neighborhood, and why Eddie Brock decides to defend. Uh, the people of that neighborhood, you know what I mean? It, it just had been more character driven, you know what I mean? More, it just it's filled with more interesting characters of that because none of besides Eddie Brock, none of the characters stood out. None of them were yeah. interesting. Like they didn't, didn't have anything interesting to say, any kind of interesting beliefs or any kind of ideas and stuff like that. Well, the Carlton Drake character had had some kind of like you know the whole global warming sure. theme above. Yeah. There, there was that, but it wasn't really capitalized. Yeah, is he the same guy that played? Uh, the the Google guy in the last Born movie. No, I don't think so. This is this is Riz Ahmed. Yeah, this is Riz. He Ryan. played the guy from in Rogue One, Star Wars Rogue right, One. Right, I know that the pilot. Yeah, but it, 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 wasn't Riz Ahmed the guy in Jason Bourne? The, well, I, I mean, the, the, the I, I'm just saying, I don't remember it, that movie. I'm just saying it, it's very familiar. Sure, you fair mean? fair enough. Yeah, it might, it might have been him. Might have been some him. Ab- abstract, but that was a horrible guy. movie. So I, I don't really remember yeah. it too much. I don't know. I got anyway, it for free, but yeah. I just don't. Know. I just. I. Th- I think. Like I said, besides Eddie Brock, none of them. None of them stood out and stuff like that. Yeah. I'll, I'll give the movie this though. It to me, it played off like a monster movie as sure. opposed to a superhero comic book movie, mm-hmm. and I think that's the right idea to tackle the Venom thing because you know you watch a lot of monster movies where they introduce like, oh, there's a species or whatever, and then eventually the species shows up and becomes dangerous. That's essentially what it one, is. One, actually, one thing we haven't mentioned is the. Did you miss Spider-Man? Because in the comic books, obviously, without Spider-Man, Venom is a no-go and stuff like that. Did you 
at any point says, you know what, Spider Man should be here. Warrior. I did not miss Spider Man just because of the context of the stories in yeah. San Francisco, and the the story has nothing to do with Spider Man. Yeah. You know, so they, they made the right call, but the well, point well, is they had that, to. Well, they, it's yeah, not the right call. It's like they, they had to. They think. had to, but yeah. but but once they introduce the whole Spider Man thing, it's gonna ruin it all together yeah. because you lose the whole dynamic between Venom wanting Spider-Man back or whatever. That's yeah. gone. That's all yeah. gone. They can't, They cannot do yeah. that. The entire motivation in the comic books is both Eddie Brock and Aliens hate Spider-Man. That's what drove them together. That's what, what keeps them together and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Right. There, there's, there's that element missing in this movie. And the only the only time I felt like I, I missed Spider-Man and what he could have injected into the story is uh, in the comic books, Eddie Brock, Venom, its powers is kind of a mirror of Spider-Man. You know what Correct, I mean? Correct, yes. With yes. the whole spider logo on his black suit and also the webbing, the webbing and stuff like yeah. that. Because the thing is, the way they do the powers, besides the, when he does knives and weird things with the symbiote, he, when he runs around, jumps around, it's kind of like the Incredible Hulk. It's kind of yeah. like the, the like a, or giant uh, King Kong kind of thing. The, it, yeah. It's not interesting. Monster I mean? movie. Yeah, monster movie. Yeah. yeah, it's a monster movie thing. Yeah. It's, 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 to me, that's just not interesting. You know what I mean? webbing swinging around uh, in the city is more interesting you know what I mean so that's my two it, it, it also seemed like the completely is are ignoring the spider powers so it's Venom it. isn't like sticking to walls he's literally climbing yeah. the building it's very much uh, Hulk like very much uh, King Kong like you know what I mean he's just yeah. a big lumbering uh, uh, ape type yeah, thing. But you once know again, I mean? yeah, monster movie. Yeah, it, there's no, there's no hint of of, of crawling on walls, spider webs, spider senses tingling, and it's yeah, I don't know. It's just not. It's just not interesting until he actually fights with uh Riot, and until he starts chomping heads and stuff like that. It's and using the symbiote. It's not the powers anyway are not very interesting. Yeah. Right. 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 Um, I'll end it off with this. When whenever Eddie Brock like gets upset that his neighbor is playing loud music, mm -hmm. he does essentially a Chris Farley move, <laughs> right? And mm -hmm. which for me makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. Yeah. Why are you why are you reacting that way? Yeah. But I thought it was kind of funny. He's doing a Chris Farley move. Yeah. Is it is he so is he supposed to be so down on his luck that he won't confront his neighbors to turn his music off? Is that way is that what they're saying? No, no, no. Before... That, that one motion he does where he looks like he's constipated. Yeah, yeah. How is that a natural reaction to my neighbors make do, have yeah. loud music? That's what I'm saying. Is it because it, before he got the venom suit, he did he does it right, and then like, is it because you're you're such a loser? You, you can't now you can't confront. I mean, your neighbor. I was like, I don't <laughs> I don't know what to, I don't understand because obviously if you if you show it one thing where you don't confront him, obviously you you're gonna confront him once you have the symbiote thing. It's like oh, all right, all right. It's like I don't know. What's, I guess. What do you guess. go? All right. Well, there you go. Uh, that much is the bad movie, <laughs> huh? Oh, I have a prediction though. Oh, okay, I believe there is a sequel, and I believe uh, Tom Hardy will come back to play Eddie Brock and Venom again. But he's going to push out the director. I don't think the director. Hasn't he? Back. He's not really known to do sequels, though, right? Tom Hardy. Well, he he wasn't in the original Batman thing. Well, he, I, mean, I don't the, remember him doing one. any sequels. Has he? I don't think so. Not top, I don't think so. I'm not no, I don't think so. Not off top of my head. Well, to be honest, I don't think he's done a lot of franchise movies, right? No, he doesn't. Yeah. He's he's like an actor actor guy. Yeah. Um Sony might have a problem. No, no, no. I don't think they will. Sony's gonna go like like, okay, let's do Venom 2. And he's like, 
I'm not. No, he <laughs> uh, he would be he would he would have They're to gonna cast Logan Marshall. I know that'd be Green funny. Rising. That'd be pretty sweet. But I think it would be a breach of contract. It would, it would be one of those situations because I'm sure once when they signed Tom Hardy, they put a, a thing where he have to do they like better because he, better, if they, if he they has don't, to. There's yeah. no way he. There's no way they do any. But like these, you're saying, he doesn't do franchise films. I know, but there's no way they would sign him and not have a clause that he has to do sequels. There's no way in this day and age. Come on. Yeah, in this day and age, that's true. Yeah, that's there's true. no way. That's true. There's no. Way. But he he chose the Venom character because he's his son like Venom. I know. So there's that. I but I say that's my prediction. I think he does come back because it's, it's going to make a lot. It, it is making a lot of money. I think he comes back, but I think he pushes out the director. I don't think the director comes back at all. I I, I really hear, the reason one of the reasons why that comment had a lot of traction. The whole oh forty minutes was cut is because I'm sure he's taking a swipe at the director. He doesn't. I don't think they they got along. I hope I, I heard on this. I heard some behind the scenes stuff. The two of them really didn't get along. He, he and it it was a lot of tension and stuff like that. Interesting. Yeah. So there's a behind the story of this movie. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, in that case, uh, thanks for listening. My John Ming, where can people find you online? You can find me on the Twitter, J-I-A-M-I-N-G-L-I-O-U. And it's Albert. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Albert5x5. On my I said a movie blog, the stuff in jo- yeah, the stuff in junk show podcast, extra stuff, extra sports podcast, and the weekly comic strip. Anything who what worse why.com. If you want to send us an email, send them to who what worse why at gmail.com. If you want to leave a comment. Leave a comment at our Instagram page, our Facebook page, or on the website itself. If you want to show your support, because, you know, we do hard work here, <laughs> um, head over to whowhatworsthy.com slash support and find out how. Music has been provided by the Y-Axis. Find them at theyaxis.com. All the links and information can be found at whowhatworsthy.com. Have you watched anything else at all? No, not really, no. So we, I did watch A Star is Born. Uh, yeah. We might possibly be recording that on the next episode. Mm-hmm. A little jumping man be on it. Mm. Um, this week also is the bad times at the El Royale, ah. which we might not do an episode on at this rate. Maybe, <sighs> maybe not. And the first man as well. Is it this week too? That's also this week. Oh crap! Maybe I should cancel my trip because I'm actually going overseas and stuff. I really do want to watch A Star Is Born. It's got great reviews. There's a bit of a backlash right now. There is. Yeah, there's a bit. I I won't get into it until I watch it, but until I can judge for myself. But there's wait, a wait, bit wait, what, what did he say? It's uh, what do you call it? the the movie is too hyper focused on the Tom Brad of. Uh, not Tom Bradley. Uh, Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper character. Her, she's not a real character. She, all she does is just. It, all she does is save him, save his soul, and all you know, all, and all that stuff. I guess they've never seen the originals. I guess. Anyway, <laughs> the thing is, well, their argue was their argument would be those movies were made at a certain time. We've gotten past those ideas and stuff like that. You know, what I mean, we should. This should be a more modern take and stuff like that. We're, but then we're, the, you haven't cool. seen the movie. But yeah, but I haven't seen. The movie. Again, I can't, I can't judge. I'm just saying. There's a uh, there's a backlash to the positive buzz. There always is. Is there a Jezebel art- article to this? I'm guessing. I'm not guessing. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I bet there is. No, uh, no well, shade to Jezebel. I'm just saying. <laughs> I, are they still around? I didn't know they were still yeah, around. Yeah, yeah, the website's still around. Okay. Yeah, yeah, very yeah. sassy. Anyway, uh, but the, I do want to see. I, I want to judge for myself. I the trailer looks amazing. I like Lady Oz music and stuff. I want to see that. I want to see Bad Times at the uh, El Royale. Royale. I want to see First, First Man. Man. Oh shit. Yeah, all that. I don't all, like all that came out. I don't like. I don't and like you watched Venom. <laughs> I know, seriously. Holy cow! Holy cow! All right, I'll, uh, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. Um, I also saw the first episode of Star Wars Resistance. Oh, it looks kind of fun. Good. It's very. It's kind of like kitty, I guess. Yeah. But it looks kind of fun so far. Um, I saw the first episode of Doctor Who. That was a, that was really fun. Was very that, entertaining. That got really good reviews. Yeah, I would say that if you've never seen Doctor Who before, this is actually the best time to jump in. Oh, really? Is it? Yeah, because this season is specifically uh, targeted for people who've never seen Doctor Who. Really? Okay. Because basically, you're learning 
about the doctor as the season goes and okay. about the world. So yeah, this is a good jumping jumping on point. And if you're if you're interested in what's going on, then you can watch the previous seasons. But but this is a good jumping on point to uh, hop on Doctor Who if you want to do it. Right. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, Jodie Whittaker is fantastic as a doctor. Right. She's really good. Uh, see what else? What else did I watch? Um, I am going to be watching Maniac. That's going to be a review coming up in a couple of weeks for Netflix. Uh, we should watch the Dragon Prince. I heard the Dragon Prince is also pretty good too. I'll bring my nephew. He'll he'll come in and review it. He watched it already. Oh yeah, yes, yeah, so you mentioned that. Yeah. yeah, and and people are looking forward to season two for Dragon Prince. Uh, people say it's good. The animation style is very unique and very specific. Yeah, it's good. very CG. I kind of wish it wasn't. Like like oh. Resistance is very CG. Um, Disenchantment is something we should also consider watching. I heard that's good too. I heard it's good. Yeah, but yeah, but there's just too much stuff, man. There's, there's, a, there's stuff. a lot of stuff. But going back to Netflix, uh, Luke Cage. So the ending of Luke Cage, I mean, you don't mind me spoiling, of course. I right? don't really care that much. So, so the whole concept of Luke Cage is that he's trying to protect Harlem from all his crime bosses mm-hmm. and crime lords or whatever. As you do. And do you know how the season two ended? No, I don't. I just, no, no. I haven't seen anything. I've he anything. realized that the only way to control crime in, in Harlem... He's going to be a, a, a crime boss? Correct. All right. Yeah, he's not, not exactly a crime boss, mm-hmm. but he made deals with the other crime lords. Mm-hmm. Hey... You just lay off from this street to this street, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna and I'm gonna leave you alone. Mm-hmm. So essentially, he made deals with other criminals, oh, all right. which in itself is somewhat unheroic. Yeah, but he's not gonna control his neighborhood through crime or anything. Like Correct. That. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's very it's very like sketchy mm-hmm. already. Like, yeah. That that he's gonna literally like let criminal crime slide mm-hmm. as long as it doesn't hurt him. Does he? Is he gonna put on a white? All white suit with a rose. He, lapel, he was with, and, he, and a cane. A kingpin. He's he was. Be a new uh, he is like no. He's not, he's not the new kingpin, but okay. he was in a suit at the end of the season. Oh, he was really. Yeah, <laughs> he was in a suit. Yeah. He was there in are suit. variations of that in com- in the comic books, not with Luke Cage necessarily, but uh, remember uh, at one point, uh, Daredevil became the new head of uh, the Hand and, and the Shadow. That's Lancer. right. Yeah, yeah. That's right. That there, are, there are yeah. there are examples of this in comic books. Like in know? order in order to stop the crime, they yeah. have to join them. In yeah, a exactly. sense, what was the yeah. thing with uh, Face Off and stuff like that? To to be to catch him, I have to be him or something like that. You know, something, something <laughs> like that. You know what I mean? But yeah, you, you get not literally. Yeah, but you know, but you know what I'm saying. You know, but you'll imagine comic books. There are examples of that. You get, I guess. But yeah. all right, that's yeah. interesting. So it's actually an interesting uh, direction that they're Plot going to show. Does his allies go? What the hell, Luke? They did. Yeah, like like he's like from the barbershop he's like you can't be here like yeah. why not because because this this is like switzerland yeah you can't deal you can't do this stuff yeah. here yeah right uh misty misty night is like 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 um was pretty much like if you go over the line i, I you i won't stop to, yeah. to stop you yeah. kind of thing so oh, that would be interesting to see if they read i don't know if they'll do it but I'll, if they do make another defenders miniseries uh luke cage being the the, the bad guy they had to fight you know what i mean That'd be interesting. I think that would be like a Luke Cage season three. Yeah, because I mean the the, the it, unlike Iron Fist, where the conclusion to this first season was the Defenders. Yeah, this one they really should consider it with Luke Cage season three. Yeah, and maybe maybe even Daredevil, uh, Jessica Jones, and and, and Iron Fist show up yeah. to stop Luke Cage and, yeah. and make him see the light again. That'd be pretty, pretty cool. Actually, that would be pretty cool. Yeah, it's it's a good direction. I like I like how they're doing this because it's actually challenging to the character. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, this is an interesting idea. And yeah, I like it. I actually like it. May, right. Might actually make you watch all 13 episodes? No, that's not going to away. I'm way behind. I'm st- I still need to, I still need five episodes to finish Punisher. I still need five episodes to finish Jessica Jones. I haven't seen... You have to practically like rewatch it. I haven't... Right yeah, now. I just want to forgot the whole thing. Uh, I, ha- I haven't seen Iron Fist 
came out already, right? Yeah, Iron Fist came out, yeah. Yeah, I haven't and seen Daredevil comes out next week. Yeah, and I haven't seen Luke Cage, obviously, and I'm gonna miss Daredevil when I'm in China. So, so god damn, yeah. I'm way behind. And, and the reason why I'm even watching Luke Cage and Iron Fist season two is because clearly they're following MCU where they're all connected with each other. Yeah, and you're like, you, I'm gonna feel like I'm missing out if I don't watch. Wait, all of the Luke Cage did it end with uh, like half the people disappearing? With no, no fingers snap. Yeah, oh, none of them have addressed the uh, no reference. Right? War. No Wait, reference at all. Did you finish Iron Fist already? No, no, no. I haven't started yet. Because okay. there was one thing at the end of our Defender review. Remember, I thought at some point Iron Fist would, would take up the mantle of Daredevil. I thought that would be very, very cool. But I don't think they, they're not going to do that, are they? Yeah, they almost kind of hit it too, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. But yeah, Whatever. Iron Fist did show up in Luke Cage. And this is the best written Iron Fist they've had so far. That's what I heard too. <laughs> I heard he has a really nice episode. He, they almost redeemed that character and stuff like that. But Yeah. It's we'll essentially, essentially, the Iron Fist that showed up in Luke Cage season two is the Iron Fist you've been wanting this whole time. Oh. Just fisting about, huh? Just fisting about. Just fisting everybody. All right. I get it. All, All right. right. This has been another episode of Spoilers, Please, which is part of the Who What Works My Network.